the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. Mr. Walton is out there protecting the streets for us, so we'll definitely miss him in today's episode. But I wanted to talk about debunking California's drug combat plan. And what I mean by that is a new initiative that our wonderful Gavin Newsom has put up in the state of California, where essentially we're trying to fight meth addiction with gift cards and incentives. And another way to state this is that California has decided that they think it's a good idea to try to bribe people into sobriety. So I wanted to touch on a few points here because California has some of the highest homeless population in the nation. And the intent of this program is not necessarily to just combat drug addiction, but basically the, I think it's $1 billion that the governor has put forward is with the intent of trying to combat the homeless problem that we have. And I think that it's important to talk about this because it turns out that, um, a study that was recently done, I'll link it down below, from the Pew Research Center said that nearly half of all Americans have a family member or a close friend who's been addicted to drugs. And I am no no stranger to this statistic because I have had family who has suffered from drug addiction. And I remember some of the darkest times in my family's life was having to deal with one of my siblings suffering from drug addiction. And this is someone who my parents gave everything to. I like to refer to him as like the golden child of the family. And life was quite easy for him in terms of the setup of how his future would look. My dad owns a very successful construction company, and he was able to work for my dad and made a lot of money at starting at a young age. And with that also came his ability to learn a lot more than a lot of young men at his at his young age were able to learn from their fathers, especially in regards to a trade. I know typically we've pushed college on kids and you know, my brother didn't even have to finish high school in order to easily make six figures. And there came a point where, you know, he got caught up in the wrong crowd. And my interpretation of that is that he met a female who was into um, substances and he never was. I remember going to high school, entering ninth grade, and my brother was going to be in 12th grade. And I thought it was so cool that he was going to be a senior and I was going to be a freshman and it would just be nice to have him there. And he ended up dropping out of high school. And then that's kind of when he started dabbling into some things that, you know, he went throughout all of high school having never tried before. And then after meeting a girl who was into a higher level of substances than what he was used to, um, he, he fell in love with her. And basically they created this unhealthy lifestyle together. And unfortunately, she has since passed away and he was very close to it. There was a time right before my mom was diagnosed with cancer where it seemed like every other week my dad was just begging and literally begging and crying on my brother's doorstep for him to just answer the door and pleading with him to let my dad still be in his life. And it was so heartbreaking to see the way that he was killing my parents. It it was the worst 
the worst that I had ever seen my parents in terms of their condition and their well-being. And we, we don't talk about the way that drug abuse impacts the people that are around the abuser enough, I don't think. And so what California is proposing here is essentially for us to bribe individuals who take methamphetamines and to give them gift cards. They say here it'll be low denomination gift cards. And what they want to do is they're expanding this pilot program. Apparently this has already been something that they've tested, so they say. And they're going to place participants in this 24-week outpatient program. But the I can't find anything that indicates what this 24-week outpatient program actually is. So if I had to guess, seeing, seeing the other programs that we have in the state to help to combat homelessness, again, I don't believe this. the goal is to truly help people who have addictions. I believe that the goal is to try to make this state look better in terms of our debilitating homeless population and all the other problems that it's causing. But I would assume that they probably have some kind of simple check-in. And it says that they will have additional recovery treatments available for six months if the participants need it. And then they're going to receive a gift card or any other type of incentive if they test clean um, during their check-ins. So what that means to me, I know people who have been in this cycle, right? That it's an illness. There have been a lot of studies that show the implications on the brain and, you know, things that are physically wrong with somebody who has a substance abuse problem. So what this is saying is they don't believe that it is a, a medical problem. They think it's more of a social problem. And that's very evident because of the bribery that they're trying to, to set forward here. They're, they're not focusing at all here on what I believe to be the main issue. Now, in regards to my brother, he was at the lowest of the low when it comes to hitting that rock bottom point. And, you know, he was living rent free in my father's home for a year and a half, not even speaking to my father. And so, of course, he stopped working and he needed a way to get money. And the way he was getting money was in ways that were not legal. And by hitting that bottom of the bottom, it wasn't until he ended up getting arrested for a wide array of things and then ending up going to prison for a year that he was finally able to get clean. And it wasn't until he was forced to, right? We, it wasn't until he was put in a position where he was no longer enabled, right? My dad wasn't there giving handouts, AKA California bribes. And like, what do you think these people are going to do with those low level gift cards? Do you think they're going to go and, you know, buy a, a healthy bag of groceries? Like, I, I don't think so. And I, I don't think, I don't think that people are understanding that in terms of, I don't even know who's putting this program together. Our state is just, it's crazy to me, but I can tell you from just the, seeing the behavior of somebody like my brother, he would have taken that gift card and cashed it in for, you know, he would have done whatever it took to rig the system, test negative, get that gift card and turn it in for something of, um, actual monetary value, right? Getting some cash for it. Even if it meant getting five bucks for a $20 gift card, I can guarantee you that that would be the behavior of most addicts because all that they want is that next fix until it comes to the point to where those resources, those substances are no longer available, right? In his case, it was going to prison and then of course not being able to access it, at least for, for the most part, inmates are, are not able to access narcotics. And so I think that 
the biggest problem that California is facing when we see these increased fentanyl overdoses, for example, is that we are doing nothing to secure the border and to make sure that this crap isn't coming in in the first place. And it, it's crazy to me that they think that this is where the focus should be. Because typically, a treatment plan for somebody who suffers from addiction will include things like detox, treatment, counseling, medication, and ongoing peer support. Um, many times, people who suffer from addiction have also suffered from trauma. And I think if we were so focused on the root issue, instead of trying to put um, in this article, somebody references putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound, and I, I completely agree with that. I think that that's exactly what this is because we would need to know the origin of that bullet wound in order to try to heal it, right, to try to see what happened or to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And we're missing the mark here. So I thought it was very important for us to kind of talk about this a little bit because I, I think it's something a lot of us, I know for me personally, we hold a lot of shame when it comes to having that kind of association to somebody who is close to us, when we ourselves don't partake in that kind of behavior, we don't have those types of um, substance, substance abuse issues ourselves, and yet we have to deal with it in a very direct way. And I think that by speaking loudly about this and maybe sharing some of our own experiences, it might help a little bit to shed awareness on the fact that, you know, just deciding to use our our tax-funded dollars and then to buy these low-level gift cards for somebody who's just going to turn it into more drugs anyways, it does nothing to help to remove some of those drugs from being accessed in the first place. And going one layer deeper before we wrap this up, those drugs are being accessed at a younger and younger age, which means some of these overdose or death rates as it pertains to taking drugs, they're getting lower and lower. And it's crazy to me to see children, young children who aren't even teenagers yet, um, fall victim to to death because they had access to these types of substances. And I believe that's where the focus needs to lie. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts. If you're not already in our Police, Fire, Military, Families Facebook group, please go ahead and join. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>